Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. If you want to receive weekly inspirational texts to keep you focused and vibing high, text expect good things to 833-204-0009 to sign up now. Welcome back to the Create Your Fate podcast. I have called in my favorite Enneagram 3. Whoop, whoop. I think you recognize her from oh, last week. Lacey Mitchell is back. Hello. The sugar mama herself. Welcome back to the podcast. Wait a minute. I'm walking I, thought myself. Said, I thought you said you weren't going to sing on the podcast Oh anymore. my gosh, I just did it again. <laughs> Dang that it. That lasted two seconds. See, maybe my career <laughs> really will shift into a singer. No. no. All the listeners are like, An entertainer. I <laughs> But I don't want to hold you back either, so you do you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I know my spot in this world, and it's not on a yeah, stage with a microphone my... singing. Okay, mine is. I'm not going to say it's good. Singing. But at least... No, no, no. Singing. Oh. But it's not good. But I am entertaining. Okay. So, I will say I've seen you karaoke and you need to give yourself a little more credit. You know what? Maybe you're right. Either that or I've had entirely too much to drink I when know. I've seen you. Yes, that could be it. Where next day she'll be like, oh my God, you were so good. Look at this video. I'm like, no, don't show me the video. It's going to ruin it. Just <laughs> let it be a memory, you know? Just like, well, just let that live in the past. And next month it'll probably come up again. Yeah. You know? Same song. But um Yes, I do love a good karaoke moment. I do love a karaoke moment, but I need to stay away from the karaoke for a second. Yes, for the next 45 minutes, please. (laughs) (laughs) If it comes up, it's fine. I still love you. That's why I usually stick to rap because there's not really a lot of like singy, songy things in rap. And I just Mm -hmm. am a little better with talky. Well, you know, you and I sang karaoke a couple weeks ago at, at a bar and the drag MC, who is not the friendliest person, as they typically are not, you know, it's part of the show. It's fun. But um, we are singing a song, and it's it's an old – I'm not going to say it's not rap no. at all. But it's a lot of, like, talking. <laughs> not so much a tune, but um, it's a lot of, like, talk singing, yeah. you know? And it's um, really funny. I can't even tell you this song. It's wildly yeah. inappropriate. But anyway, um, the drag MC is like, and the, like she's just commenting on everybody's songs, you know, like while you're up there like performing. And she's like, you're not singing. You're just talking to the beat. I'm <laughs> that like, is not singing. <laughs> so and I that, thought, leave me you, alone. Honey, you don't want me to sing. <laughs> yeah, this is the best it's going to get. So <laughs> just dial it back. Right. But anyway, speaking of dialing it back. Yeah. There we go. Perfect there transition. We go. Um, we're here to dial it back. And I wanted to call in my favorite Enneagram 3 because the Enneagram 3 is the achiever. And it's like, go, 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 go. What's next all the time? And like, what can I check off my list? Productivity. Yeah. It's like, if I'm not doing anything productive, then what am I doing? Right. right. And I wanted to um, just share a little bit about my experience because Jose and I hosted our first retreat um, a couple weeks ago. And man, it was so nice um, just to stop. Right. right? Just, so uh, we wanted to talk about the power of a pause. Uh, and I love a pause. I love a pause. It's hard to pause sometimes, it's right? Hard. So, like, I wanted to just kind of get your open thoughts on, you know, even just like the perspective of an Enneagram 3 of like, you know, the, the go, 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 go yeah. um, mentality. And then, like, 
you're either sometimes forced into a pause. Right. Or you're like, you know, why do why is it so hard to pause? Right. You know? I, I think that we are definitely in a society where we glamorize overworked. Mm. Yep. And I think that we have, especially for women, kind of made it seem like, you know, the harder that you work, you know, the more successful that you are. And the and if you're not doing this job and a side hustle and also doing raising kids and doing a million things and you've got 15 million things on your plate at once, then like, what are you doing? We we kind of glamorize people that do it, like yeah. the Kim Kardashians of the world who, you know, she's doing so much doing all the it time all. and it, it seems very, very glamorous. But when you look at it, it's like, wow, she doesn't get enough sleep. She probably doesn't eat healthy. She probably doesn't spend near enough time with her kids yeah. or family. Personal development goes right out the window. <laughs> right, right. And so I think that's part of pausing is hard. I do think that for me, like, I love to be productive. It it makes me feel valuable mm -hmm. to myself when I'm productive, whether that's productive in my business, productive at home, just getting all of the things done, like the laundry and it's check put mark, away. And mark, yes, yep. Mm -hmm. And I think that I put a lot of value in what I accomplish. And sometimes what I accomplish in that day is changing the sheets and getting some exercise. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think that sometimes we put a lot of weight mm -hmm. in productivity. Yeah. And um, but with all of that, I, I, I say this as somebody who struggles to pause but also loves to pause. Um, I see that sometimes being productive isn't really even productive. Right. You it's kind of counterproductive. Reach, yeah, you reach that even point where, you know, at, like I could sit there and work for eight hours straight. Yeah. And that would make me feel so good because I would get all these things done off of my checklist. But after about an hour and a half to two hours, I'm losing steam. I'm yeah. losing attention. Um, I'm losing, you know, my attention span. Um, I'm losing like all kinds of things. So now while it feels good to be productive, I'm just turning into more busy than I am productive yes. because my efficiency level is rapidly dropping. Right. Because I haven't stopped to pause and just take a break. Right. You know? Right. Well, it's like, you know, you put your phone down on a charger mm -hmm. and you charge it. And while it's charging, most of the time, well, I think some kids will sit by the outlets and <laughs> play on their phones while they charge. Those six-foot cords are nice for that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But I do think that, like, I mean, even with our phones, one of the most productive devices on this planet. Right. My phone can do this. It can do this. It can do this. All at the same time. Yeah. You know? We set it down. We let it rest. And we... Let it be so that it'll fully function for and us charge, yeah. the next day. Can't do anything with the dead phone. Exactly. You know, um, one of the exercises I recently just did with a client, but I do often, um, is, and we actually did this on the retreat, is just talking about like time management and like, you know, she's got multiple companies and, uh, you know, personal life and a family and this and this and this and this and wants to do all these things. So, okay, like, let's map out your day. Yeah. Or even like a week, which is kind of like average at the time. 
like how much time do you spend on this business? Uh, okay, 20% of my day. Yep. Okay, how much do you spend on your family? Uh, okay, what about like 30%? What about this business? And, you know, we're adding up all these percentages of like what she actually spends, you know? Yeah. And she was exerting 168%. Right. Everything added up to 168%. And I'm like, how are you going to do that? Your phone's going to over, if you were a phone, you would overheat and then stop working. Yes. You would combust. Yes. Right? And... It's like, that doesn't work, right? right. So you got to dial it back. And we kind of, you know, rearranged her time and time management and schedule of like, okay, this is what you are actually capable of. Right. You know, this is 100%. This right. is what 100% looks like. So we got to adjust a little bit because you got to, if you're pouring out, another analogy is you're pouring out a beer cup and you don't refill it. Right. What are you really giving people? Like drops, right. like steam, just fake stuff, smoke. Right. Like what's right. coming out of your cup? Right. Nothing that we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Texas. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like what is that? No, like just no. Keep it in your cup at that point. But you know, it's like you have to stop and recharge. Yes. Because what's your phone going to do? I mean, even on low battery mode, it, it has limited capability. Right. I, that's what I was going to say. Even like your phone will be like, okay, I'm going to a mode where I can't, I'm not going to function at the highest ability because I am trying to conserve. Mm-hmm. And like when your phone does that, like we as humans definitely do that. Like yeah. we get to a point where we're like not functioning and maybe you need to be creative in your job or your life or Whatever, and you get to a point where like that creativity button just goes off because you're yeah. like, I can't. I, and you're I'm trying just... to push through, push through. Like, no, I really want to over glorify. Like, I worked from seven a.m. till ten p.m., which is what I used to do. Yeah. Um. Like, and and that's that's what I'm gonna tell everybody and feel really good about. I worked right. for how many hours? Is that thirteen hours or something? Like, I worked for thirteen hours today. Right. You know. Well, and it's it's like for me. Um. At first in our business, and there's going to be times in your life where you're just going to grind. But you, when you recognize that that's not sustainable anymore. No, sustainability. Mm -hmm. Longevity. And and change, you know, like, okay, something. Here's the deal. Like, you can have the dream job. You can have the dream everything. and But if you're outputting more than you're really getting out of it, what is the point? Like, what is the point in, for me, I had to take a look last year because I had no life. All I did was work, 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 work to try to grow our business. And my mom was like, look, you can't sustain this anymore. Mm -hmm. And I finally took a break and I was like, what is the point in working for myself and having all of these things if I can't even enjoy them? Yeah. Like I can't sit at a pool and relax for four hours like that's ridiculous even one hour right yeah I was like wow it's you're right like what am I doing this for to prove what and also I wasn't making good decisions mm -hmm. because I was exhausted and I wasn't taking time or you're not passionate about it like the type of energy you get to at a certain point is like now I feel like I have to do this yeah I don't want to yeah and it's like what's the point if you're not having excitement and joy. Exactly. Exactly. So it's, um, I definitely had to learn that. And then this year I have definitely made that a priority because I function better when I get a lot of sleep. I function better when I am taking care of myself or sometimes just like removing myself from all the noise. Yeah. 
And um, I know you guys had your retreat. And at the same time, a couple of weeks ago, I went back home to Indiana and I'm from a very small town there. And life just felt so simple. And it was <laughs> slowed down. It slowed down from being <laughs> in Houston where there's a lot going on all the time. I mean, yeah. it's like even just like traffic and construction and events and these, everything's going on constantly. It just yeah. is like, go, 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 go. And I went back, I went to this little small town and no one was in a hurry to move through the stoplights. Oh, and yeah. like, honestly, I just recharged and I thought, man, I kind of didn't want to leave. Like, yeah, there was a part like, of I me. I gotta go back to my like, go, 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 yeah. go, go. That's how it was when, so we had our retreat. It was um, four days and three nights. Uh, and actually, Jose and I, it was a yoga mindfulness retreat where it was like a lot of coaching, a lot of meditation, um, a lot of really cool things. Basically, slowed down, right? We had no phones yeah. for four days. Oh, it was awesome. That. It was awesome. And then I thought, like, oh, I'm going to come back to all these emails and text messages. And I'm like, oh, there's like four text messages. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess I send all the text messages. You know? <laughs> like, oh, like the world like, didn't stop. Like, it's fine. Like, I didn't miss anything. Like, right. I had a couple emails and I put this out, I put this out of office um, reply on. And I was like, I'm on my retreat with um, all my clients and for four days we're going to be unplugged and I'm going to be joining them. So I will yes. get back to you late next week. Yes. And it was great. Um but I remember coming out of Canton, or no, I keep saying Canton, Ohio, because it's there's a Canton, Ohio, where I'm from, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, very close, but Canton, Texas. Yes. It's like just outside of Dallas, like an hour outside of Dallas. Um, we There was a Bucky's like oh. two hours away from this place. So like that's how, you know, like you're in the yeah. States. So, um, but I remember like, you know, because I didn't really drive that much. I drove to the store. I think we had to get groceries like once. Um, but you know, you're on these like old country roads and I'm like, oh, like it's kind of nice going yeah. 30 miles an hour, you know? And, and I remember like driving back on Monday and we kind of had to have a deadline because Jose had to be somewhere. And I like back in the Houston traffic. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, like this is a different vibe. You yeah. Know? It's a hustle and the bustle. And yeah, sometimes you just have to like take yourself out of the situation that you're in and pause. Mm -hmm. um, like I was... I, telling you my friend is moving and she's like lived in this house for a long time and she was like oh my gosh the other day I like sat down drank coffee actually all of her kids are now in school mm -hmm. so this is like her first time being at home every oh, day yeah. during the, the day. The one went to kindergarten. Yes. You tell me that, yeah. And she was like, oh my gosh, here we are getting ready to close on our house in like two days. The moving truck's coming in a week. I have lived in this house with three children for 10 years and I sat down drank my coffee and I did nothing but read a book for two hours. And it was amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said, you've got to do that, especially before you move. Yeah. You know, you've been getting the kids ready for school and getting them into school, closing on the house, purging all the things in the house and having a yard sale and doing all the things. And sometimes like just two hours yeah. out of your day sitting down and enjoying a coffee and reading a book and mm -hmm. like winding down or decompressing is what is going to set you up for success right. to get through this. It kind of it, like it's like a mini recharge, right? Yes. If like so a pause, right? There's power in pausing. It does not have to be um 4 days, right. 4 day in retreats. Camp, Texas. Right. Yeah. 
um, it does, you know, it doesn't have to be that. It was awesome. And I, I do want to share more about that. But um, another client that she's like a, actually, she's a three, two. Um, she's actually a three, two. She's a three, wing two, <laughs> but um, three as well. And she uh, is like, go, 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 go. Like, it's, she, it's so funny because she's like, I think I want to do this like this week, like this business, this business, this business. I'm like, okay, let's like dial it back and like stick with the one you got and like kind of like let's work through some, all these things. Like squirrel, because she yep. also has a lot of seven in her and I love yep. her. I'm like, you're me to a T. But um, <laughs> it's so funny. But, you know, she does this, she she's provides a service for people where it's like a, around a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, it's just absorbing a lot of energy. And she's also like a sponge when it comes to energy where it's like, you know, if you're in that service industry of like serving customers and there's just a lot of different energy yeah. and different personalities and then you go home and she has a family and it's like, go, 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 go again. Yeah. And we came up with this system where it was like, OK, you're basically driving home on an empty phone here. Your phone's about to die. Yeah. And now you're going to go serve your family now. Right. right. She's got a couple young kids. And so we came up with this system where it's like, OK, what what is going to work well for you to decompress? Yes. Like, what can we come up with here? Uh, you know, how are we going to recharge your phone a little right. bit so you're not driving home on a dead phone? And um, it came down to, I need seven minutes. Seven. Seven minutes. And I'm going to breathe. And I'm just going to sit and be still. And I'm going to listen to, I don't I think it was some type of like meditation or something. Yeah. But. Uh, or some type of calming, something to calm her. Right. right. And it was seven minutes. Right. Who doesn't have seven you can minutes? spare seven minutes. Yeah. If that, if the benefits of that are going to get you through an entire evening. Yeah. Right. You're dedicating seven. And and next thing you know, she may be doing 14 and then, yeah. you know, and then it's a half an hour to herself. And I think as like a working mom and I, I think that that half an hour Oh my gosh, so many moms out there are like ears perked up. I love 30 minutes to myself. Yeah, right. Or my sister gets in the car and it's like radio off, you mm -hmm. know, or I, I know a lot of like fitness instructors will <laughs> listen to music all the time. And so then they're like, I'm going to get in the car. I'm just going to turn this off. Oh my God. I, I drive in silence. in silence. I'll either listen to a podcast um, or like some type of audible situation. Yeah. But. A lot of times, especially if it's a short enough drive where it's like, okay, I'm not going to turn, yeah. turn this on for seven minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes or whatever. Um, I just kind of want to like sit here in silence yep. because you're right. Like as a fitness instructor, I can't hear a music song, like a song and not think about a beat or uh -huh. like what I would want. Choreography. It's not, re <laughs> it's not relaxing to me, right? Um, unless occasionally it's Taylor Swift. But, you know... I will sit there and my car is like it's on silent. There's not the radio. I don't even know how to actually use the radio. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, if I I have to plug in my phone or whatever and then it plays through the speakers or whatever, that's the only way I can play music and oh, that I know how to anyway. Because yeah. I don't. I've actually <laughs> never even not once have I listened to the radio in my car. But <laughs> and I also drive alone a lot. Right. And somebody got into my car a couple months ago. And I was just like driving along. I'm like, okay, we're both like driving to dinner. And I was like seven minutes a lot, like away. And I'm just like, do, 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 like just driving. And they're like, are you like a serial killer or something? Like, like no why is there music. no music? I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even notice. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just really like quiet. Yeah. Well, but it, 
even if that's your time to unwind, like I, I it, definitely yeah, suggest having mm-hmm. like a total pause where you're not doing anything, like not even driving. But sometimes like that's all you can get and you know you can get it every day on your drive to work or back or whatever. It's like give yourself a small dose of it and see how it really helps you. Yeah. And then really try to schedule in some time to like unwind. And um, one thing I love about living in Texas I lived in Indiana before, um, was that like in Texas, and I was telling my family this this weekend, so or this couple weeks ago, so it's kind of funny that I'm bringing this up, but I'm like, one thing I love about Texas is that the sunny days are just kind of unlimited to some degree. The sun here is great. <laughs> it is. And in Indiana, it was like, if it was sunny and nice out, like you need to go out and enjoy it because it's not going to, it's last. coming to a yeah. halt very soon. And or it could rain for the next two weeks or just be cloudy. Gray. Yeah, it's just gray. And so there was always this need, especially on a weekend when I was working my nine to five. I'm like, oh, my God, it's sunny outside. I've got to be doing something. And everybody else is the same way. Everyone's everywhere because it's like, oh, it's nice out. Yes. Yes. And so there was like not a lot of. Like on days where I'm, there would be days where you just are like, oh, man, I just wish it would rain today so that I wouldn't feel guilt not going outside and enjoying the weather or, you know, not feeling guilt that I'm not productive. Mm -hmm. And so that's that has helped me here. But I still do it. I still am like, wow, this is a really nice day. Like I shouldn't waste it like laying in my bed just watching mindless television. Yeah. But for me. That is calming to me. It's where you recharge. It's how I recharge. Mm-hmm. I, it's like my brain can shut off and I can think about whatever's on that TV screen. Yeah. And I don't have to think about anything else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's calming to me. Now, some people, that is not calming to them. Right. But find whatever's kind of like mindless for you. Right. Um, and just so you can decompress. Right. And, and really, really decompress. I... I am not a big proponent for decompressing while you scroll no. because I think mentally it just messes with your mind. Um, but that's just my own personal opinion. Um, you know, but finding something where it can just be just like alone with your thoughts. And actually one of my part of my coaching that I do in my 90 day program is there's one week where everybody is instructed to I call it idle mind time. It does not have to be meditation because meditation is something that you really grow into. Um, It's idle mind time. You know how hard it is to sit there and tell an adult, hey, I want you to do absolutely nothing for 15 minutes. Yeah, you told me to do this. And I. It's hard. It's very hard to do. It is. It's so funny. Every single person who has gone through my program, this is the number one thing that they're like, I can't do this. Yeah. I'm like, okay, no, you're going to sit there. Start out five minutes. I don't care. Yeah. No phones, no noise, not talking to anybody, just no background noise even. Just sit there with your thoughts. Yep. And, you know, automatically you just like, you find out that you have all these unconscious habits, right? Yeah. I'm just going to reach for my phone and check my email. I'm just going to check like this or like, oh, look at it, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, nope, those are things that are inhibiting your peace, right? Yes. So sit there. For five minutes with yourself doing nothing, right? Yep. And you find that when you are go, 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 your mind and ideas and all the creativity, it it doesn't have time to really grow. Yeah. And um, you know, because you're just on to the next thing, right? Yeah. And 
it just allows your mind to catch up with you. Right. And again, I'm a big proponent for being proud of yourself and celebrating before you move on to the next. Like, don't just like stay on the hamster wheel. Yeah. Pause for a second, five minutes, be like, okay, like, who? Like, let's let everything catch up. And like, wow, I'm really proud of myself for being on the hamster wheel for, you know, five minutes or whatever, yeah. however long a hamster is on a wheel. But, you know, the point is pause, see what's working, see what's not working, be proud of yourself. Celebrate. Just relax. Right. You know, breathe. Breathe. There was a moment in time for a long time, um, probably a couple years span. Actually, a lot of my life has been spent this way because I'm an Enneagram 7. I was like, I have to I I need to be doing things all the time. Yeah. It's like I will spend two hours with this person and then I'll leave and then I'll go spend two hours with this person and then one hour here and then I'll like squeeze in my errands and then I'll like show up here and blah, 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 blah. blah. It's like, you know, yeah, too much. But. Um, now I'm on my tangent and I can't remember what I was going to say, but, oh, Brene Brown. I read it in one of her books. Um, and she talked about, I mean, I was 34 before I took a sick day. Yeah. I had, I've had a job since I have been 14, 20 years, 20 years. That's crazy. I didn't take one sick day. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. I would show up to work. Sick, yeah. and like be like I'm I'm pushing through. I can do this. Yeah. Um. And granted, I was a dental hygienist for a long time, so like if nobody showed up, if I didn't show up, nobody could do the work. Right. You have to cancel patients, all the things. Right. But I'm like, who wants a sick dental hygienist? Like, right. Ew, people are probably like, stay at home. Yeah. You know. Um. And I would not. I over glorified. Like I don't get sick. Yeah. I can work through it. I'll push through. Yeah. Right. Um. Even honestly, even a year ago, I when my business was in this crazy growth spurt, and it was awesome. But I, I didn't I either didn't eat until like six p.m. and yeah. I'd have this like crazy big dinner, or like I would. I thought eating food was a waste of time. Yeah. Like I thought. Like and I would eat the same thing for lunch every single day. I would take two seconds to like either reheat or make, and I was like, I'm not wasting time eating. Yeah, that's and I wouldn't crazy. Eat, <laughs> I would not even enjoy I, it. Like live to eat and yeah. love. I'd be eating. like, this is a waste of time. I can't believe I'm like cooking in my kitchen. Minutes. Yeah, that I'm making this turkey taco salad and it's taking so long. Yeah. And I would have to be like listening to a podcast. I'd have to be, um, you know, on a phone call with somebody or like multitasking, checking email while the meat's browning. Right? And it's like, whoa, yeah. Pause. Eat your damn salad. Right. right. Sit down. Eat. <clears throat> it's okay. Like. The world still turns yeah. if you don't get all these things done. And in fact, you're going to be – it's like if you think about like an Olympic athlete, like what Olympic athlete isn't eating healthy and going to sleep? Mm-hmm. Zero. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot perform – At that level. At that level, at the level that you want on zero mm-hmm. with, no, with no sleep, with not eating healthy, without – you know, and it's – but it's like you said um, – it gets glorified and it's like, wow, you're a force to be reckoned with. And man, no one can stop you. And it feels good to hear those things. And it feels good to be like, wow, she started a company and she is just crushing it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and sometimes it feels good to work hard and grind. But when enough is enough, you have to stop because everything's going to suffer without taking a break and pausing, but also like pause and reflect. 
and maybe there's things you can cut out. Or um, I think without pausing at all, you don't get to enjoy all of the hard work you put in. And I know when you and I first started hanging out together, I was like, dang, you work all the time. And and, and I was like, you remind me of myself a year ago (laughs) where I didn't have much of a life. And um, you're like, yeah, I mean, I do. And I was like, girl, you got to take a break. To the point where people are like, what do you like to do for fun? And I would say, oh, I like to coach people and I do this and I do this for work and I do this for work and this for work. And somebody was like, no, 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 not for work. What do you like to do? And I'd be like, um, there's no time for that. I don't know. Soul cycle. That's yeah, work wait, too. Another work. I get, I get paid <laughs> yeah. to do that. And yeah. I couldn't name one thing. So I'm here to officially say pickleball <laughs> has saved my life. You know? Um, pickleball I knew is, that was going to come yeah. up. I knew it. And now I can say I like to do pickleball and I do it twice a week. But like, think <clears> about <throat> how, you know, like how has your business grown because of that? Yeah, honestly. Well, it's nice to just relax and have fun. And then it's, it's like, yeah, we kind of network with other people too. Right. And, you know, um, I've actually taken some clients pickleballing. Yeah. You know, and it's just really fun. But it's fun. When was the last time? Okay, listen, I'm going to ask you two questions. When was the last time you did something just for fun? Right. And two, are you really tired right now? Yeah. What can you say no to in your day? Pick yes. one thing. Yep. Say no to it. And here's the thing. I'll tell you this because um, I used to be someone who did not like to say no. Right. Yeah. And I love saying no now. I love saying no. You know, every time you say every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Every time you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to something else. So yeah. figure out what you're a yes for and then you're that will drive your no. But um, you know, I used to not be able to say no. And I was like, I'll make it work, I'll make it work. Yeah. And then you end up forcing it and your schedule's like crazy. But um, you know, I had actually gotten sick. Actually, I remember this two things. This is kind of like two two fold points here. But uh, I got sick about a you know a month ago, and I'm still recovering, which is why you can probably hear me coughing in the background. But um, <laughs> I had had this extremely emotional um, experience that I, and I'll be sharing that at some point. But like this, like hyped up, like huge emotional, like whoosh. Right. And then I, I was traveling at the time, too. And I came home and it was like, man, because I took a week off and I actually paused and I didn't do any work for a week. It was great. But then it was like, oh, I got to do like all this work. Like, boom, 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 boom. My body, because it was like this emotional, like crazy wave of just, you know, and then paired with this back to overworking. Um, I got sick. I got yeah. sick again. And I, I had gotten sick the year before. And it wasn't COVID, but um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pause. Like, at least now I know. Like, okay, now I've, I've learned the lesson. I'm going to pause, right? And I started canceling meetings with people. And guess what? Nobody cared. Right. Right? Right. Nobody cared. Everyone's like, oh, my God, yeah, you're sick. Yeah, let's just reschedule. Yeah. Right? Because they want your best self. Yeah. You know, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Again, nobody cares. Right. That's the best slash worst advice. Nobody cares. Right. Like everyone will like the world still moves. Right. The world still turns. They don't need me because, you know, I hate the word need and I try not to use it as much as I can. Um, I'll catch myself and, and choose again. But nobody needs me to be there at this level all the time. Right. Me thinking that they need me. 
yeah, is is actually ego driven, but it's also a scarcity mindset because it's like they need me, they need need need. If I might, I might lose this deal if I have to push back to next week. Right, that is scarcity mindset. Yep. So knowing your boundaries and saying, nope, I'm not doing this. I'm going to pause for 15 minutes or I'm going to cancel this meeting because I'm sick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, (laughs) you know, I think when big events come up, like you have the big retreat coming up and it's, you know, when you see like a big event's going to happen in your life and are you pushing past your limits? Mm -hmm. Because guess what? Then you may miss the bigger events in life. Oh, yeah. Because you're pushing yourself beyond the points that you really need to go. Yeah. And then your body will literally just be like, nope, we're done here. We're done. Shutting yeah. down. And I had a 103.9 degree fever. Yeah, that's I, crazy. I didn't think I was delusional at the time, but looking back, I think I was like, mm, no, I was a little delusional. But you know what? I learned the lesson. Yeah. Maybe a little too late, but maybe not. Um, where I came back and I, you know, I came back from my trip and had a busy just two days, right? Yeah. Because I had to do this big workshop. And I literally, that Wednesday, Wednesday, like after like, you know, this couple days of crazy work I went to a meeting I'm like something feels off like I don't mm-hmm. know what it is and, and with COVID and everything I was like okay I'm gonna cancel all this stuff right so I canceled unfortunately pickleball, pickleball. <laughs> um, I was like I like old Meg would have been like I can play and probably fainted on the field yeah um or the court or whatever but I was like you know I canceled this appointment I canceled this meeting and then I was like whoa I'm really sick here yeah right and I knew the retreat was coming up the following week and so what I did was I literally canceled everything, everything for the week because I said my only priority is healing yeah. my body, Yeah, you know, and it's like had I tried to push through right. and not paused, you wouldn't then have been well. I wouldn't have been well for my retreat, you know, which right. was my biggest focus. Right. Um, and it was just like really. And guess what? I didn't I literally didn't work for another week. Right. And. Everything was fine. Well, and nobody gives you a trophy. You know, you don't get an award for working 20 hours a day or 14 hours a day. Like, there's no, now your bank account may reward you in some fashion, but it's not sustainable to do that all the time. And who cares if there's all that money in your bank account if you're not even enjoying it? Well, and if you have no relationships (laughs) and you know, you have no fun, you know, like you don't get to enjoy life at all. It's, you know, like, where do you put your value? And you know, but it's it's hard to stop. It's hard. I think society really tells us that we should work hard and we should grind and mm-hmm. and that everything should be hard and it should take lots of work. But I think that there is like a season for grinding and putting in overtime. Yeah. And I think when you really, really want something, there are times that you're going to have to push back some of the fun. Mm-hmm. And my family will always say like, oh, you're... You're the queen of fun. You won't do it if it's not fun. And I'm like, what is the point? If it's not fun. I literally always <laughs> say this. So I'm like, what is the point? I know. If it's Maybe not that's what I get along with too, because I'm like, that's gonna be fun, right? Right. Like I right. did a workshop for her team um, was it yesterday or two days ago? Some day this week. And I mean, I have like pink hair and I'm showing up as a <laughs> essentially like a team coach and we're about to have this three hour workshop. And I said, I don't know what about me, like you looking at me thinks like, if you think this is going to be fun for three hours, like, I don't want to sit here and be bored for three hours. Like, this is going to be really fun. Don't worry. Like, yeah. Trust. Like, even that, I'm like, I'm not sitting here bored for three hours. Like, right. But I I think when you're, like, going in overtime, like, it is okay. Sometimes it's more productive to not do anything. Yes. 
And your you ideas have to catch shift up. your mindset that productivity mm-hmm. can mean two hours of sitting still and doing nothing yes. or an hour or a day or two weeks. I Seven minutes. Seven you know? minutes. I mean, that's it. Like last year when I got sick, um, again, I was like, go, 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 go. And I got sick and um, I was like, that was the first time I called off work ever, ever. And, um, you know, I was developing my company. I was about a year old. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I was, I had gone back to dental hygiene because Mm -hmm. fitness was like in the tank and I was working, I think one or two days a week at that point in time. And, um, again, nobody wanted a sick dental hygienist and I was working full time at SoulCycle and trying to get my company off the ground and transition from like, you know, what it had been and, you know, rebranding and doing all these things and coaching and, and I was in school for certifications and all the things right I was doing everything yeah and when I decided I was like you know I got sick and it was kind of like the height of COVID again where it was like hey like take a COVID test every single day like you can't you know I didn't want to go out and and be in public anyway but I was like you know what I'm gonna just pause and I'm gonna finally just sit here and not feel guilty about not going into work right I am human and I'm allowed to be sick. And then I was like, oh, this is perfect. I can catch up on all this Phoenix 8 stuff. Like, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that either because I'm sick. And guess what happened is because I literally sat there with an idle mind for a week, I developed my 90-day program. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. Like It was literally a divine experience where all these ideas started flooding my mind and I was like, oh my God, this is weird. Where is this coming from? And I just like put post, like put words on post-it notes and put it all over my wall. And I was like, oh my God, my mind could actually catch up. Yes. You know, and the same thing, same thing happened at the retreat, not for me, but for some of the um, people who attended, right? Because we had one day, it was five hours. Uh, so you had five hours of free time, but everybody had a one-on-one session. So yeah. about four hours of free time. Yeah. But we had no phones. We had nice. books, and uh, that was pretty much it. Or yeah. you had to talk to the person next to you. Right. right. Wow. Yeah. This sounds awesome, actually. It was great. There were like these little hammocks. It was so fun. It was awesome. Um, but the one girl who was Enneagram 7, she was saying, she's like, I'm like, yeah, so like, how did it feel like all, like afternoon? Like, what what did you experience? And she's like, honestly, like, I don't. it's not bad, but it's not good. I don't think I've ever experienced this before. But I think I was bored. And I was like, <laughs> yes. Like, oh, my God. Try to get an Enneagram 7 board. Oh, my God. That's like the biggest feat. And I was like, yes. Like, so when you were bored, what did you experience? And she's like, well, I like my mind caught up with me. And like I could actually sit and be still. And it was actually really nice. Yeah. And I'm like, yes. Because, again, we drive this thing. Like, you know, even when you're a little kid. I'm bored. We'll go find something to do. Right. You know? Right. And it's like, I think that same mentality has now driven into adulthood as overworking. Yeah. Right? Because you're not allowed to be bored. No. Being bored is a bad thing. But I'm telling you, and probably for the past like six months, every personal development book or podcast or seminar I listen to, it's like, get to the point where you can be bored. Yeah. Allow yourself bored. to be bored. Yeah. Because you can actually like think and just be yep. instead of do. Yes. You know? Yeah. And my cousin and I, when I was in Indiana, we were chatting about this because she was like, she is a nine, an Enneagram nine, but she has a lot of three in her. She's a realtor. And she's like, 
yeah, like I am just kind of coasting a little bit and there's like some guilt that comes with Mm -hmm. it because I feel like I should be doing all these things. She was like, but meanwhile, I'm like still getting clients. I'm still selling houses and properties and like all these things are happening, but I'm like really not like there's realtors in our town that are busting their butts Mm -hmm. constantly. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, and I can remember only making this amount of money over the course of a year and I'm making it in a month and I'm not doing anything and I feel guilty. Right. And I was like, but why do you feel guilty? And she was like, I said, who's like, what's going to happen to you if you continue to coast like this and make this money? And she's like, well, I get to like spend more time with my kids and like I got to enjoy the entire summer with them. And I was like, yeah. So like, why, why do you have to go to thing? jail for that? Like, <laughs> yeah. why are you and guilty? And this is bad because why? Yeah. And she was like, I know. And I was like, there's something to be said about sandbagging yeah. things sometimes. It's like sometimes when you get into a little bit of coast mode and you get bored, revel in it for a second yeah and then like are you reaping the benefits of your previous hard work yes can you enjoy it and she was like i feel like i just am not doing enough and i was like according to who like who's keeping track who's Mm -hmm. keeping track and who's going to hand out the trophy for the winner of who's keeping track yeah she's like nobody and i'm like exactly Mm -hmm. be okay with it and when you get bored enough you'll probably generate some fabulous idea. Yeah, and then that'll kickstart you. Like, don't force, like, the next step, right? Right. And don't fear boredom, right? right, Here's another question for you. When was the last time you were bored? Right. And if you can't remember, that probably means you're doing too much. Right, yeah. So I think the um, over-encompassing message here is, Stay bored, my friends. You know, like get to the point where you allow yourself to be bored and you let just everything catch up, you know, and just and then you can just be. Yes. And no doing, just being. Be and recharge. Yeah, recharge your phone. Get ready for the next thing. Right. Because, you know, when that stuff happens, it's like, oh, my gosh, what I wouldn't give for another yeah. time to just it's sit like back and be Everything's temporary. It's like it's a season. So it enjoy is. the season, you know, yeah. and, and stay bored. So um, we're talking to you sevens. We're talking to you sevens. <laughs> and threes. I'm telling you, though, like I'm, it was so awesome to, to hear her say that. I'm like, oh, as an Enneagram seven, like I love coaching sevens because yeah. it's so fun. Like I get it because you get them. <clears throat> I get it. So. I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Like, yes. But, um, well, thank you for coming on the show yeah, again. Thank as you. always. Oh, my, my gosh. I love resident coming. guest, um, the Megan Lacey podcast. Okay, <laughs> and the next time I'm not singing. Yes. Thank you for not singing for the last 45 minutes. Yeah, you're welcome. We all appreciate I, that. <laughs> I find that I actually don't sing ever. So the fact that I get on here twice. Give this girl a mic, you know. it's I mean, Maybe it's the microphone. Maybe it's the attention. I don't know. And the ring light. Oh, yeah. Like, we live for the applause. We do. Um, I actually love that I song. really am an achiever, so I really and I, do. And honestly, I really do live for the applause. Like, <laughs> I love words of affirmation. But <laughs> I really do live for the applause. <laughs> but um, actually, that's another podcast. But anyway, um, if someone hasn't tuned in and, and heard you before, where can we find you? I know they love you. And 
uh, we didn't talk about this, but Lacey also sells, like, she really is here for the fun. Uh, she sells edible drink glitter. Yeah. So check it out. Where can we find you? Um, SugarMamaShimmer.com, or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. Sugar Mama Shimmer, Mama spelled M A M A, and you can get all the glitter that you need. All the Everything shimmer. that sparkles. <laughs> I mean, you can the, take a pause, but well, at least let it be sparkly. You know, yeah, <laughs> so, right, exactly. Drink that sparkly water, but um, no. I mean, thank you so much for coming on the show, and yes. um, definitely happy on again. Um, you know, we, Lacey and I are both aligned in this. So, you know, we do believe that you can create your life. You can create your fate, but uh, it does take a pause to do that. Like it figure does. out what you're actually creating and what you want to create. So, um, definitely check her out. Uh, and she'll be back on in no time for sure. Um, I always love a conscious conversation with you. So thank you. Uh, and we, if we could leave you with just one thing, it would be this expect, expect good, good things. things. Always. Always. And, and they, they will, will happen. happen. We'll talk to y'all soon. Thank you so much. Bye.